Red Toast Live, recorded in front of a live audience. Thank you all for coming. We're at the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue, right down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. Is that right, down the hill? It is down. Okay, we're down the hill. And uh, we're your hosts. I'm Mary Gaines, and this is Chris Wagoner. Hi. Thanks for coming. You can come to Madison, too, and check out and make sure that we're, it is down the hill and not up the right. hill, if you're really interested. And, uh, but we are here tonight with Mr. Jim Schwal. Right, and, and it is all downhill from here. So. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up this morning, I went right back to bed. Cause this sounds like a blues song, man, and I don't wanna end up dead. I know this is a blues song. Yeah, I just know this is a blues song. I could end up dead, cause that's what happens in a blues. My woman left me, they always do. When you're in a blues song, that's just what happens to you. I know this is a blues song. Yeah, I know this is a blues song. Your woman always leaves you, cause that's what happens in a blues. Alright, Bridge. I was riding down the highway in a Chevrolet Cause they won't allow my Prius in a blues song, man, no way A police pulled me over and says, what you doing, boy? Just the way they do in Chicago, Illinois Cut them with my razor, went upside my head I think this is the part of the song where I end up dead I know this is a blues song Yeah, I know this is a blues song Went upside my head Cause that's what happens in a blues Play the blues, Chris field enduring ridicule cause it's been decades since anybody plowed with a mule but I know this is a blues song yeah I know this is a blues song I was plowing with a mule cause that's what happens in a blues tag yeah my woman always leaves me Cause that's what happens in a blues <laughs> Thank you. Every stinking time that happens in a blues song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can see it come. It's just like a, 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 a scary movie, right? Just don't go in there. Don't go. <laughs> oh, no. They opened the door. So, Jim, mm. how you been? 
I've been good. I've been good. Busy. Busy. Yeah. yeah. Been a busy summer so far. That's great. Lots of variety. Yeah, yep. you're playing with a lot of interesting bands. Well, you've been playing with Marcus Bovary, who's so dang yang for a few years now. Uh, yeah, a couple of years, a few years. Yeah. But and and the Cajun Strangers. Yeah. Uh-huh. And Bartime Lovers, one of your uh, other occasionally. bands. Occasionally. Yeah. Occasionally. Mm-hmm. The Jim Schwal Band, of course. Um. Right. Yeah. And, and but we haven't we haven't been doing much of that, but yeah. we're gonna we're gonna play. Uh, we are gonna start playing a little bit more as as that band with Andy Ewan. That's yeah. That's always fun. And Exhausting, we, though, because we, we keep pushing each other, you know. Oh, and you and Andy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh, come on, you can do better than that. You know, just, <laughs> by the end of, you know, I mean, if we play a one-hour gig, we're kind of pools of sweat. If we play yeah. a, like a bar gig or something, it's like, we, you know, geriatric time. We need help to the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Andy, Andy's wonderful, wonderfully intense. Uh-huh. When, when we've had, I remember when we had him on a while back we were just I think somebody was just dinking around we were talking and someone was just plucking a note and we all just started going oh and then we just kind of started in this groove and Andy's eyes rolled back in his skull and he started singing (laughs) and he just made up some lyrics you know that's pretty cool yeah that sounds like Andy yeah but if you're just joining us and and you're not sure this is Jim Schwal from the Siegel Schwal band which has been a big part of your life yeah, actually, I still do that occasionally, too. Yeah. Not much. We played once in the uh, end of spring, and then we're not playing again until the end of summer, but okay. we do still occasionally get out there. Yeah. That's with Corky Siegel. Is he uh-huh. still playing? Is he doing the uh, um, kind of classical? Yeah, he still does that sometimes. Doing? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, uh, um, I'm trying to remember what concert. No, what do they call it? Something... Something, oh, there's some name for it. Anyway, yeah. whatever. <laughs> but yeah, he plays with a string quartet and tablas. And tablas? And, and tablas. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I That's like the sound of that. And um, yeah, it's, it's, really, it's really fun. The tabla player is a guy named Frank Donaldson who was uh, Ramsey Lewis, a drummer for a bunch of those classic recordings. Yeah. You know. Was he from Chicago? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So that's, that's the connection? Or, or maybe, well, who knows? They're all you guys, in Chicago, right? Yeah. 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 So I would give, I would pay money. And, and is this out there? Can you get a uh, recording of your session with Siegel Schwal Band with the Boston Pops? You guys did uh, a, a concert. Was it concerto? It for wasn't. Yeah, it not with with the Boston Pops. It wasn't ever released as a record. That okay. was somebody else. But it's um, it was videoed. I mean, it was a TV show, so it's on YouTube and oh, okay. stuff. I guess people tell me they see it every once in a while. And that was you guys but wrote. We recorded this? it actually okay. with San Francisco, with Seiji Ozawa and the San Francisco Orchestra. Okay, and that was uh, um, what was it, the name of the title of the piece you all wrote for? Three, or you wrote? No, actually, there was a we had there was a guy who wrote it for us. Okay, um, it was called Three Pieces for Blues Band and Orchestra. Pretty simple title. And uh, Bill Russo wrote it. Um, he's the he was an ex Kenton arranger, and who now works at a un, at a uh, college in Chicago uh, teaching music, and doing collaborative kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So they just figured a, a composer who does collaborations with a background in Stan Kenton would be a yeah. good choice for a composer. So where did they where did they situate the band live and like in relationship to the symphony? Uh, in in front, <laughs> the way I usually ended up standing in uh, uh, handshaking distance of the concertmaster. 
what did they think about the two uh, Fender Twin Reverbs that were right in front of them? <laughs> Any comments? It, yeah, <laughs> they had no idea that what that was going to be about. Over the course of the time we did that piece, yeah, and actually we have done it a, couple, a few times recently, more more recently. But the very first time um, when we arrived in Boston, before we did it with Boston Pops, we did it with the regular Boston Symphony. Yeah, in their in their regular season. And that was kind of strange. That was a pretty uh, old-fashioned orchestra at that time. Uh, we premiered it in Chicago. In Chicago, you know, I grew up there. The, the principal cellist was one of my former teachers. The first oboe player, player was one of my former teachers. I knew the entire brass section, you know, beer drinking. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so it, you know what they say it about was, horn players. You know, it was it was it was helpful that I knew a lot of these people, and you know, I had known them for years, because they could you know tell the other people, no, this, these guys are for real. You know, they you know they went to they went to college and they read music and mm-hmm. you know this and that. Uh, Boston, we walked in cold and we didn't know anybody, and that was one of the stodgiest orchestras around at that time. And that was a little bit of a harder sell, yeah. but. After a few days of rehearsal, it was it was pretty cool. Yeah, what, what was the story about you and Arthur Fiedler? Can you uh-huh. can you can you tell that one or no? Yeah, well, we were going to play this for a TV show, and there was a he needed to cut it for you know to fit you know so it fit in in the format and uh, he picked a couple places to cut and one of them I disagreed with. I thought there was a there was a chorus that if you cut that particular 12 bars, uh, and it was a 12-bar blues chorus, that if you cut that, that what happened right after that didn't make any sense at all. Right. And I suggested another place that he should cut it, and he, you know, and he, he just went, oh, no, you know, don't confuse me with this or whatever. And I went out the next day. I knew what his um, favorite brand of whiskey was, and I went out and I found one of those like centennial kind of collector's item bottles yeah. of, you know, that was like aged 15 years and then covered with dust for another six years. <laughs> I found some liquor shop and I, I, I bought it and I gave it to him. And he, he looked at the bottle and he looked back up at me and he said, okay, you get your 12 bars. <laughs> <laughs> the moral of the story is Why it's good to find that? out uh, what people's what favorite people's whiskey is. Favorite whiskey is that's right it. away. Yeah, <laughs> there's a website for that. I think actually there's a new app, phone app for that. A, you a can, phone app. Yeah, you can phone <laughs> that's uh, a stranger too. and find out what they're. Yeah, that's yeah. way too with it for me. I'm afraid. I know, me too. Yeah. <laughs> a young uh, rehearsal with a young friend today in a band, and of course he's got the new thing, the new iPod thing, which I I, I hear. By the way, and we're not sponsored by iPod, so it doesn't matter. But I guess you... Uh, um, not sponsored not, by anybody. The iPhone. What am I saying? I don't even know what I'm talking about. But evidently, you turn it the wrong way, and it, you lose all reception. Something like that. Hmm. Andy, well, can, anyway. they, can, they, can we get sued for slam? For liable or something? No? Who cares? Okay. It's all only, right. Oh, well, <laughs> it's hearsay. Hearsay. Um, hearsay. Hearsay. You heard it here. Well, not admissible, then. Yeah. I remember Perry Mason, you know, and just can't use that. Yeah. <laughs> want to play another tune? Um, yeah. Yeah, I've got, I've got a, a bunch of brand new ones that I want to try out. This one's called Goose and Gander. Um, written up at the Steel Bridge Song Fest, 
And um, during the early part of the week, there's a lot of collaborative stuff going on. They gave me a group for this one. And there was another guy who played, he didn't really like to sing, he liked to play fingerstyle guitar. And so the first thing we did was Troy and I divided up the neck. I got the first four frets and he got everything else. And, <laughs> and we just, you know, I just picked the chords and he did all the pretty stuff up on top. And I actually conned him into singing the second verse. And then we had a woman in the group who played bass, so that worked out well. Um, and uh, she sang the bridge, which uh, Mary's going to try tonight. It would be like five minutes to try and learn this. But, um, and then there was a kid. We had this 11-year-old that was part of our group who uh, played drummer, played the drums when we recorded this. And, I found, and he told me his, you know, he also played the trombone. That was his school instrument in the school yeah. orchestra. And the following day, we got our hands on a trombone, so that sealed the deal. I wrote a trombone part for him. And he also sang the last verse. So this had to be substantially rewritten, but, but we're going to give it a whirl. So yeah, Goose and Gander. And I'm in B flat. been around the block all this family value stuffs a bunch of poppycock cause you and I Some songs don't have a real long shelf life, uh, but it was fun. You know, it was fun to do. Did you say you have a recording of that one with the, with the child and the other woman bass player? Well, I don't have a recording of it, but it was it was recorded. Actually, actually, I might, I might on my on my flash drive. Now that I think about it. Hmm. 
Mm. <laughs> well, we look forward to hearing that sometime. So you yeah. Have, you, know, you have a new, a new CD in the process, right? You've been yeah. working on. Yeah, yeah, that'll be uh, end of summer before that gets finished. But, but um, yeah, did a lot of work on it so far. And I've, you guys played on yeah. it. And uh, the rest of uh, Bar Time Lovers, which is also the rhythm section for uh, So Dang Yang for Marcus Bovary's band. They played on it some. And then uh, uh, John Romano and Brian O'Donnell from the Cajun Strangers played button accordion and fiddle on a, on a couple of tunes also. Cool. Cool. So I just dragged everybody in the studio that I could find. And, and I know. <laughs> no, it was you? fun. It was fun. You know, you what work you with your friends. Also, I got some harmony parts by um, like Amy Carroll and Blake Thomas. You know, just awesome. dragged a couple more Madison singer-songwriters in to sing harmony parts. Yeah, yeah. I hope you weren't embarrassed by the the title we gave you on the uh, on the promo for the show. We just put Madison Icon. Is that? <laughs> I, I know, so, I know. Mean you can click on me or something. <laughs> <laughs> There's a new. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's an app. I'm an app. It's oh my god. god. App. <laughs> you know, and that you know that that's going to end up being one of one of those stupid new words in the dictionary. One of these years. Uh, yeah. App. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. oh I'm sure it's probably in there now. I probably. Imagine. Yeah. Probably. And, but just go to, you can go to jimschwal.com to find out more. Lots of other recordings available there. It's uh, Jim, J-I-M, <laughs> Schwal, C-H. You are an... <laughs> I'm a speller from way back. wonderful speller. Schwal is S-C-H-W-A-L-L. Yeah, Jim and dot com is dot com. That's... Yeah, <laughs> we, we used to play in a in a band where the uh, uh, in the common faces and the lead singer was Asa Asa Mira. So anyone's mm-hmm. out there, I remember being somewhere where Asa introduced himself. Hi, my name is Asa A S A, and the guy said, "Hi, I'm Bob B O B." We're quite okay. sure what to yeah. make of that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. When your name is a palindrome, you know. What are you gonna yeah. do? What you gonna do? So this, but this next tune, we actually have a set list. You're like really prepared. I, yeah, I tried to, you know, have some idea what I'm doing. That doesn't mean I will stick to it, but I think I probably will since there's three of us involved and we barely know what we're doing anyway. Cool. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I was, Surprise. I was going to do somehow I got your love, which yeah. uh, uh, you both recorded with me. So you get, you get the solos on this one. Which means you don't have to listen to me scat sing the solo, which is what I usually have to do when I'm alone. That would be fun, though. <laughs> I like to hear it's that. not that much fun, believe me. <laughs> Mel Torme, I'm not. <laughs> All right. Not the best thing since sliced bread All my best ideas are still unsaid I'm obviously no thoroughbred But somehow I've got your love Never been anybody's ideal I'm not the guy invented the wheel Built some kind of solar-powered automobile Yeah, but somehow I got your love 
Ladies must swing into doing it or something. I don't know. <laughs> That'd be the trick. So you were, you've got some shows coming up here. This, this show will be aired in time, perhaps, for a few of these. But Monday, July 12th, Crystal Corner. When you do, you're doing a semi-regular thing at the Crystal, right? I do, too, actually. Uh, so Dang Yang plays there every second Monday. And then I play there solo every fourth Monday. Okay. Yeah. And that's Crystal Corner Bar here in Madison. So that's mm -hmm. the corner of Baldwin and Willie Street, East Will Williamson. Yep. A Madison institution, yes, uh, which right. I, if you ever go there, you'll notice all the regulars should probably be institutionalized. So that's <laughs> what makes it. That's a, that's a new saw spin it, on it. I know, it. you saw it coming, okay, yeah. right, whatever. And you're playing with the Cajun Strangers. It's a private party on Sunday, July 25th, so you can get a hold of Jim, find out how you can crash no, that. You, no, you, you can't. Yeah, okay. you can't, no. Never mind, that's, take that they back. Are, they're serious. They oh. Were like, oh, God. <laughs> Don't tell anybody about that one. It's a challenge. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Crystal Corner. Jovian Tap House is but we, actually... We play, yeah, we play, you know, we play enough times where you can go see us in public, though, so that's... Yeah. Oh, this is a cool one. July 31st, late afternoon, Atwood Neighborhood Festival. The Atwood Neighborhood Festival. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. I'm looking for. That's that's one of the ones I'm going to do with uh, the band with Andy Ewan, and that would be uh, Joey Banks and Ken Stevenson, and that is just like, that that's, band is so over the top. That'll be one to see. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what time you're playing on that, Saturday, July 31st? 
No, we're last. I okay. don't know exactly when it ends. I, last I heard, we were last, though. Okay. So <laughs> it probably means 6 o'clock or something like that. So you should come there noon or so and just stay it's, all day. Right, yeah. yeah. There's, you know, there's no shortage of beer and brats and yeah. uh, stuff like that. So That's a really fun neighborhood park, too. Yeah, and actually the Atwood Fest, you know, you can... It's not all brats. I mean, you can get Laotian, you know, or, yeah. you know, stuff like that. You know, it's that neighborhood. Right. And uh, Friday, July 9th, you're going to be with Cajun Strangers. You guys are going to be at Bastille Days in Milwaukee. That's a really fun festival, too. Yeah, actually, twice. We're going to be there Friday and Saturday. Okay. Friday, and, oh, yeah. uh, Friday I think, at like 4 o'clock or something. July 9th, and, yeah. and then a little later on Saturday is 7 o'clock. Yeah. All right. Cool. Hey, yep. let's, let's do another tune. Hmm? Let's do another tune and then talk a little a bit tune. Yes. about the Steel Bridge Festival a little bit, what, what you were just doing up there. Okay, well, I'm, yeah, after this one, the next one is another one that comes from that festival, so that'll okay. be appropriate at that time. But I thought I'd do this one right now because here we are in the most gorgeous day I can remember in my entire life, I think. <laughs> um, and I'm going to sing a song about winter titled Depression. <laughs> But it has a happy ending, so it's okay. <laughs> uh, First half in E minor and then an E. Yeah. Depression's been hanging over me just like a shroud. I'm about ready to... Okay, let's start that over, okay? Here we go. One, two, three, four. <laughs> Depression's been hanging over me just like a cloud I'm about set to turn this all in for a shroud Six more weeks of winter, that's gotta be a joke I don't care if that stupid groundhog spoke I haven't seen no sunshine cause there ain't been no sun Some folks like winter sports but this is just no fun do is scrape and shovel and dig out the car. This global warming's gone too far. I got to get out of here before I eat my gun. I know it don't seem possible, but I'd like to have some fun. I'll endure the sleet and wind and try to find the car. Come on, honey, we're going to the bar. And we could hear the place was rocking soon as we opened the door. Couldn't see it yet, but we could hear the feet pounding the floor. Gave the bouncer our money, sashayed right on in. Ready for some fun, let the party begin. Gonna dance like a dervish, gonna drink like a stevedore. The best way to fight depression is to find you a real hot man. Get out on the floor, man, show them all how to dance. Seasonal affective disorder, my ass. Slip out on the brake and smoke a little grass. Nothing goes in music like a little bit of contraband. Why don't you play this a while? Oh, yeah. Crispy good. 
jumpin' now, men were hitting our stride. Pretend it lasts forever and don't even look outside. I know it's still winter, I really don't care. Let's get another bottle of that Ben Ordinier. We can always call a cab, so let's party ourselves cross-eyed. Tag it. Like a dervish gonna drink like a stevedore <laughs> Thank you if, if Bo Diddley's dad had given him a mandolin Rock and roll <laughs> would be a totally different totally thing Totally different Totally yeah, different would. You wouldn't want to be here I'm not, I think but, You know, there was, a, there was a guy in Chicago uh, A blues guy named Johnny Young, who played mandolin. And I used to play mandolin with Siegel Schwal, you know, at least, you know, half a dozen tunes a night or something like that. And we happened to be the first two bands that played at Knox College when, they, when you know, there was a kid there who started up a blues series. And just by chance, we were the first two bands down there. Yeah. So there are all these young college students at Knox College in Galesburg that thought all Chicago blues bands had mandolins in them. You know? <laughs> just, you know, the rest of the series, be where's your mandolin? <laughs> oh, that's a good joke. <laughs> Yank, did you say Yank? Yank uh, um, Rachel? No, Johnny it? Young was the one, but oh, Yank Rachel was probably the most famous okay. of the old-time uh, blues guys who yeah. played mandolin. Yeah, you Indianapolis, really... I met him down there. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah. This, uh, and you really got to mean it when you play blues mandolin. <laughs> There, yeah, there was a, there's a couple others that got pretty well known. A guy from Detroit named Rich Del Grosso played mandolin oh, you yeah. know, all the time. And, you know, there's been a few. Yeah, Rich, Rich put out a really good uh, mandolin um, how-to, just intro to mandolin book. I thought that was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, he's, uh, he's always, because always was kind of a big-time teacher. Yeah. And investment and that sort of thing. Yeah. Hey, but uh, Steel Bridge, you, you just got back from Door County here right. in, in uh, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit about the Steel Bridge Festival? It's been going on for several years now, but it's grown. It's it's just a monster now. Yeah, it's it started out um, strictly as a fundraiser uh, from you know some people that were trying to. There's this um, classic steel drawbridge up there that I guess is like the only operable one left in the in the country. There there were bunches of them, but they're they're all gone now. And these people decided to try and save it. One of the main people was uh, the sister of um, Pat McDonald. Yeah. Uh, and so she just got, you know, Pat to start, you know, and Pat called in some of his markers. And, you know, so he still manages to get people like, uh, oh, James McMurtry this year, Jackson Brown last year, you know, yeah. to show up and kind of, you know, headline it. And after they started doing this, 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 um, these concerts, it turned into a weekend-long thing. And then it just over the years, it just grew into this thing. It's now, it's a week long. And the first part of it is not public. The first four, three, four days, songwriters come from all over the, well, I was going to say country, but actually all over the world. And because um, we had... Uh, we had an English guy that was there who invited us all to come in English to England and stay at his place, and he'll serve us tea and his slippers and you know and stuff. And uh, That's a big there was Australians and Italians and uh, 
Uh, and for the first four days, everybody pretty much lives together, eats their meals together. And there's two recording studios in the motel where most of us stay. So, you know, at dinner, you, we play spin the bottle with a Jameson bottle and decide who's, who's a team for tomorrow to try and write and record a song with those three or four people. And, uh, uh, and then you, you know, afterwards, you, then you go to work. And uh, after dinner the, the next night, they play all the recordings that were made in the last 24 hours. So you hear what everybody else is working on. It's really, it's yeah. you know, pretty, pretty neat, pretty a lot of fun. And then on Thursday, it starts, go, it goes public, and there's like 14 or 15 places around town that have um, bands or more acoustic, you know, setups. But anyway, 14 or 15 places that have music running all night Thursday and Friday, and then all day on the weekend. And on the weekend, they also set up a great big stage at the foot of the steel bridge, um, yeah. an outdoor stage. So, and then, and you know, and then it's just like, you know, and they've got the vendor booths and all that, all that stuff going on, the food court, you know. Well, and it's real pretty up there too, isn't it? It, it is. It's real. Hurt. Yeah, it's real nice. It's a great town. I yeah. found this this bar. I probably shouldn't say the name of it. It's probably like a state secret, but I found this place. You know, all the meals were communal the first four days, and then after that, we were mostly on our own. And I found this place to eat lunch every day where you can get, like, their signature large cheeseburger on Texas toast and two glasses of wine for $8.25. Wow. Yes. Yeah, gotta love that. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you come to the show... And are participating in the recording process <laughs> by finding out. out. And yeah, you can right. find out where, you but if you're just listening to it. <laughs> yeah, I don't actually, know. it's called the Red Room. It's not a secret. Ah, Jim. It's, where the, it's where the locals go. There's a, there's a place like that, even on Mackinac Island, of all places, where everything, you know, take the prices in Madison and triple them, and you're just about starting. And, uh, but there's, I, you know, played a gig there and we only got fed free once a day so I was looking around for you know someplace else and I and I finally found by talking to the people that live there all year round I finally found a place to go to and same deal you know like yeah. cheap food cheap beer you know good simple um, I won't even tell you what the guy said about getting guacamole on a sandwich it was not really you know can't, you couldn't air it but <laughs> yeah but if you don't mind just ketchup and mustard you're good there you know uh-huh. <laughs> there's a tip don't mention guacamole don't say anything about I, yeah. yeah and i didn't and yeah. i didn't i only asked for tomato <laughs> maybe it's just a bad memory. It was, maybe it was just him. You know, something happened in Mexico, and yeah, you can't yeah exactly. Talk about it. <laughs> well, if but, you just joined us, we're here with Jim Schwal. Just wanted to double check so everyone knows. Uh, sitting here with Jim Schwal, uh, jimschwal.com, S C H W A L L. Jim on the front of that, jimschwal.com. Mm-hmm. You can find out about recordings and his photography. Also. Uh, yeah. Oh, I got a show coming up too. Yeah. Uh, at Tallulah. Here out on uh, Cottage Grove Road in okay. Madison. I'm going to put it up um, Saturday morning. It'll be up for two months. And the second Sunday, the first Sunday is, us- Sunday is usually when they have an opening reception, but that's the 4th of July. So we're going to wait yeah. till the second Sunday to have an opening reception. And Tallulah but the really supports will be up art. all the time. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they always have new art up there, and it's a great restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it anyway. Yeah, good, good food, and yeah, just music, you know, most nights of the week, and uh, art on the wall that changes every month or two. Yeah. Can't beat that. So you've got, we have a few new tunes to yeah. us, a few more here. We do. Got time um, for them too, this, I'm sure. This is, another, this is another Steel Bridge one. And this one was uh, one, of, one of my collaborators. After we finished doing the song we were doing with our little group, we started writing a, um, we started to write a uh, duet. Uh, and we wanted to just write a, a country duet. And but we didn't we didn't finish it because then the next thing we knew it was Thursday and all the performances started and everybody was busy all the time. So I finished it by myself. But the idea is that uh, if you you know guys people like that play music in in bars sometimes and are there at two in the morning, and you know the only people more or less sober are the band and the bartenders because they're the only ones been working all night. Yeah. Uh, and you know, and you're s sitting there, you know, having your little after drink at the bar, and you hear all these conversations go down as people hook up, and they're hilarious sometimes. They're just, you know, it's really you have to turn away so they don't see you laughing, you know. But <laughs> so I, I, the idea that uh, Angel's her name, she sees the bass player and a singer in a group called uh, um, the Whiskey Bells. They, they're from Milwaukee. And our idea was to try and make this a little more honest. Mm -hmm. So this is called facsimile. I saw you in the mirror behind the bar. Any chance you'd like a ride in my old car? That we'll be together till we die And I probably won't hold you when you cry If you like what you see That's good enough for me It ain't love, but it's a good facsimile I've never been mistook for Romeo And I hit my prime a long, long time ago Thank you, Mary. Once again, she Thank had you. like five minutes to learn this before, <laughs> before we started. You tonight. don't get to sing a line like, uh, 
uh, snowballs chants in hell very well, very long, very often. And it's always a pleasure to sing something like that. And working facsimile, the word facsimile into a song is not, not every day either. <laughs> yeah. Part of the challenge, yeah. you know, I just... So this next tune is on your album because we played on it. I think uh, "Lime Green Leisure Suit." Yeah. Uh huh. Now this I is also it. kind of about, isn't it, uh, about a scene in a bar? Um, oh yeah, very much. It's um, and actually this, a lot of this stuff, you know, I, I have some songs that you know kind of wrench at your heart a little bit, and people will go, "Oh my God, they're so sad." I have to tell them, "I made those people up. They don't exist." So <laughs> you know, don't worry about it. I didn't. I didn't make these people up. This one really happened, so it's a little a little rare in my uh, collected works for that reason. Um, it's in a kind of antique tuning, so I'm going to just take a second and get into that tuning, and it'll be an E whenever I get there. This is a a tuning I I, I used back in folk revival days, you know, and just. It was a couple of uh, Northwest Coast finger-style guitar pickers who liked to use it. And then I forgot about it entirely for... Come on, come on, this string's got it. There we go, close enough. Almost. <laughs> uh, and then I saw Peter Case just uh, a couple of years back, and he played all night in this. It's called C-Tuning. And it's not like some other kind of tuning just tuned down to C. It's a, kind of a thing all its own. And I, and the break, you know, it was like on a weeknight at Cafe Carp, and I was running around going, he's playing in C tuning, you know, there's nobody in the place except guitar players. And they all, none of them knew what I meant. But it encouraged me to go home and drag it out again and see if I can't do something with it. So I've got, I don't know, four or five tunes now. That so what I play is C tuning? Hmm? What is C tuning? Well, the low string of the guitar goes all the way down to C, and I'm not. This isn't C because I have a capo on, um, but which I noticed Peter Case did also. He didn't play everything in one key all night. But essentially, you've got the root, the fifth, the root, the fifth, and the root again, and then the third only on the top string. Mm -hmm. um, and it's kind of fun. It's a fun tuning. So, yeah, lime green leisure suit. This actually, I'm uh, looking for different picks here. This actually did happen um, in a bar I was playing in, in, in uh, Prairie de Sheen. That's the way they say it there, Prairie de Sheen. So, if you're a Francophile, don't be offended, but that's just it. Yeah, we but had a then, friend recently who said, Prairie du Chien? Yeah, I don't know if there ever was a dog there or not. I have no clue. But Prairie du Chien is the way they say it. But then, you know, they also, there's also a city, you know, in Illinois called Milan. You know, M-I-L-A-N, Milan. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, just... In southwest Wisconsin, you have to learn how to say... Uh, Muscadi, which certainly looks like it should be Muscoda, but it's not. Uh -huh. It's Muscadi. They do that so that they know who if you're from around there. That's right. Or not. That's how they can tell. Yeah. 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 Oh. 
I have heard that. I've heard that. Mostly in town, they call it it's muscadie, usually. So, yeah. Muscadet sometimes. But this one's from Prairie de Chine, so. And it's also, it, you know, it dates itself a little. Um, when this happened, obviously, it was at a different time in history because it's called Lime Green Leisure Suit. I might have made a mistake He got 
reception and he brought me here Till he found someone willing to fight Now he's laying outside waiting for his head to clear Yeah, I guess I'll be alright Well, thanks for asking, but I'll be alright Just another Saturday night Thank you. I love that one. Well, we, do, we definitely have time for one more. You guys want to hear one more? Yeah. yeah. Well, I got this one. There's another one where the ink isn't quite dry yet. Another one that started as part of a different song um, up, in, uh, up at the Steel Bridge Song Fest. Let's get that a little tighter. And uh, it hasn't really settled down yet. The changes don't always come where they're expected. But, you know, if, if you, <laughs> it, there is only three chords. So if you feel inspired, have a go at it. The, uh, and it was a combination of uh, collaborating with somebody on a song that I didn't really work out. But I kept part of it and uh, combined it with some lyrics that my wife wrote my only real true collaborator, the only, only songs I've got that I've ever finished and perform in public, uh, she wrote the words for. So, uh, and there's two of them that'll probably be on that um, CD I'm working on. Yep, yep. Marilyn Wilson, right here in yellow. Is that yellow? I think it's yellow, yeah. There you go, yeah, right, yeah. But, uh, yeah, if this one sticks around for any length of time, then there will be three. So, uh, hey, thanks for, me invite, for inviting me oh, again. Oh, pleasure. Thank you. Always fun to get together with you guys. And I'm, I don't know what to call us yet. I'm just calling it moving on because that's the last two words. So we'll just see how it works out. You for all you're running around I don't want to forgive you All's putting me down Don't want to forgive you For all those lonely nights I don't want to forgive you For those drunken fights It's not alright Not okay But I forgive you anyway I'm moving on
forgive you the night you left me crying. Don't wanna forgive you, I want it so much more. I don't wanna forgive you, I'm walking out the door. It's not alright, not okay, but I forgive you anyway. Cause I'm moving on. Yeah, I'm moving on. I said I'm moving on, I'm moving on. You're gonna find out. Find the keys on the coffee table when I'm out here. How about these guys? <laughs> Mr. Jim Schwal. Thanks, Jim. Go to jimschwal.com. Find out more about Jim's past, present, and future. <laughs> and recordings and photographs and art and all kinds of wonderful things. Mr. Jim Schwal. And uh, thank you all for listening here to, uh, what's the show? Mad Toast Live. Thank you. That's right. I need a little braino there. Mantos Live. You can catch all of our podcasts on mantoslive.com. Listen to us on the radio at WRT 89.9 FM and HD. a directory at iTunes. And a directory at iTunes. Uh, thanks to Mr. Andy LaValle from Bear Sound, our producer. And thanks to our intern, Mr. Andy Wendorf, and to the Brink Lounge, and to all of you listeners. Thank, Thank you. you for coming. Good night. <laughs>